what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And today we are joined by a very special guest friend of ours from Downtime with John and Emily. Emily, how are you? Hey, thanks for having me on, y'all. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I am doing well, to answer your question. (laughs) Good. You know what? I feel like that gets thrown away as piddly fucking introduction shit, and I'm glad you answered. Oh, I'll take it. Some people would just start doing shit, doing another shtick or whatever, but no. Any opportunity to talk about myself and say how I'm doing, you know? Oh, I got that for you. I have a different, better question that people want to hear. What is your relationship with horror films, what kind of what kind of horror films do you like? Oh, okay. So I used to really dislike horror films until college, and then I had a group of friends in in college that were really into them, and so we would go into that common room in the dorm that no one ever uses. That's got a really moldy, <laughs> sketchy couch that you don't want to think about what happened yeah. on it. And we would always... That's where I used to sleep. <laughs> yeah. We used to like watch horror movies uh. and, and, and really get into it. And so I started doing it in, in college. And then we'd go to like Fright Nights at, at this place called Boone Hall where they put up a giant oh. like, you know... Uh, what's it called? I don't like that. They put up a giant like, like multi-leveled haunted house... And we'd like Whoa. go in and like uh, yeah get really fucking scared and stuff. So that's when I really started getting into horror movies. Was just as a way to fit in with people oh. in college. You know, I think you'd be surprised by how many people watch horror movies to fit in, which yeah. has kind of the opposite effect at first, and then very much the intended effect. Well, <laughs> I found out that I wasn't as scared of that delayed reaction. You know, yeah. like I, I didn't. Yeah. I thought I yeah. was like, oh, I don't like to be scared. I don't like the stuff, and I'm like, actually, this doesn't doesn't bother me so much. It's, uh, you know, there's a couple things that I'm not super into in terms of mm-hmm. horror. Um, I really can't handle like a lot of body horror. So things like, Oops. oh, whoopsies. So um, <laughs> big Cronenberg fans. <laughs> yeah. So like, we're big. But, like, I mean, yeah, we're... when it's realistic, because like the things sure, like what sure, get, sure, sure. Exa- for an example of what gets me is in it when uh, the the kid who's a hypochondriac like breaks his yes. arm. Oh yeah, yeah. that's okay. what okay. really gets me. So when it shows like something that could actually legitimately happen, and you right. can feel it, you know, like you gotcha. f- you feel your arm breaking in that moment because it's really <laughs> you see it, you know, it's really or like in, disgusting. Uh, in- in Supernatural, the million times that they remove their teeth and fingernails from their body. Yeah, I think Supernatural sort of desensitized me to that because I was like, whatever. <laughs> also, they're never they never stay hurt or unpretty. Yeah. Like yeah. they're just like I just keep looking at all ten of their fingernails yeah. that they have, and I'm like, there's bold. no it's way. Yeah, and they're still fucking pretty. They're like, don't worry, <laughs> they're still Absolute. gonna be pretty after this. Don't worry. They've been through literally a, more than a decade of hell, and they look like that. Yeah. What's well, all the makeup you get to cover up? <laughs> so, <laughs> Your sorry. wounds and scars and bruises. Oh, my God. Um, anyways, <laughs> today we're going to start off quick, quick, uh, quick recommendation Updates. or uh, review the our, our nice early. We, we always yes. give one out at the beginning. Dinosaur Hotel. Oh. You may notice it is on the first page of TMDB's popularity and on thebloodystream.com our website that we made um do not watch you it that is our first pukey face it's real it was really really bad they the cgi is like the worst i've ever there's 
one scene where there's a woman in the back and like she's out of focus, but the dinosaur that's on top of her is not out of focus. So it literally looks like somebody just <laughs> cut out the dinosaur and put it on. I, I have a screenshot. We will post it somewhere. That, Man. but you made me want like, to watch it. Though. No, 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 no. no, this, no. Is what I, this is what I was gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say. I think it's up there a lot of the things because people are going, "Oh my god, it's so bad." And I think a lot of people are trying to make this into like a birdemic or like a the room or like a troll two, yeah. and it's so bad it's good. This is not that. This wasn't something that was made with love for $4 so everything looks stupid and dumb and there's overacting and non and all that sort of shit. This is just an absolute slog. Yeah. There's nothing, like, everything I've- takes too long. Everything's fucking boring. I, I fell asleep and Brian hit my arm to wake me up. <laughs> He's like, no, you sit through what you've done. <laughs> you have to watch. <laughs> you bought it. It's, yeah, yes. like. Yes. So that is, a, that is a pukey face. It's a pukey face. I don't remember what service. Oh, it's on Tubi. Tubi sure. TV doesn't have the best stuff, but sometimes they have gems. You do have yeah. to watch ads, but it's free. Tubi's kind of cool sometimes. Don't watch Dinosaur Hotel. Definitely don't watch Dinosaur Hotel. Anyways, <laughs> today we are talking about Paranorman. Much, much better film than Dinosaur Hotel. Absolutely. Yes. It was delightful. Like, it truly. Is, yeah, I remember liking it a lot, but I was watching it again, and I'm like, this movie truly is absolutely delightful. Yeah, I, I was going to say, have any of did either of you seen this before because this is my first this was my first viewing as well it was something i knew because the internet was really into it like the gay internet was really into it a couple of years ago and let's hold off on that i will i will but i knew i had to watch it because of that and and you know when it was offered up as a selection i was like oh okay i'll definitely watch this because you know it's stop motion animated too and things that are stop motion animated like there's so much effort that goes into that. You know, you kind of have to witness. You have to yeah. witness that when it happens because it's special, you know? Yeah. It is a it is a kids movie. Um the it is just solid. It's a nice short runtime. It is there's like just the right amount of humor. It is like very spooky. It's an excellent October watch. Uh overall, I gave it a Mr. Cool guy. Um for, I, think, I think a cool guy is. Yeah. Mr. Cool, cool if guy you don't, is good. Emily, if you I don't know our this... ratings yet, it goes from from pukey for like actually actually painful right. to to nauseous emoji, mm. which is like you know don't Ugh. don't watch it, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. To smiley face, which is like this is a watchable film, perfectly fine, like it's okay. Mm. Uh, to Mister Cool Guy, which is like we actually recommend this film. This oh. is like a good film that we like. To Ghost Skull Alien, which is like this movie was fucking awesome, and we like we're gonna talk we'll your go ear out off. of our yeah, way like... to. <laughs> talk about it a bunch and really try to get you to watch yeah i think um yeah i think that sounds like a good enough uh, rating for it for me because it, it does yeah. it, there's a lot of really amazing things to say about it but it does is it gonna go down and like everyone has to watch this no. like probably probably not, not but i think not perfect i think it's definitely mr cool guy i think had this come out 10 years earlier when I was like 10 or 11, mm. I would give it a Ghost Skull Alien based, like the nostalgia yes. glasses would I, push it over oh, the edge. I, for but sure, I would have watched it on repeat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That still doesn't make a Ghost Skull Alien. That's true. It's true. It's Kids fair. are dumb. Kids are dumb. <laughs> That's what I'm I saying. When I was like, dumber, yeah. I would give it more. I was trying to think of introducing it to the children in my life and none of them would have been cool enough for it. That's the thing. Is wow. like It takes a special kid to like this, I think, because even though yeah. they do an excellent job, um, and we can like talk about it more, I guess, in, yeah. in, in, in yeah. that for for their audience, you know, the audience they're going for. It is rated PG. Um, yeah, 
But, you know, there are a lot of kids that would not watch this just, you know, based on the the material itself, which is sort of unfortunate that kids aren't cooler. But, you know, that what are you going to do about that? I don't know. This is the thing about this movie, which makes sense with this information, is this was made uh, by Leica Studios, Mm -hmm. which I'm pretty sure is the same. Anyway, um, they've done – the other movies they did were – Corpse Bride, mm-hmm. Coraline, Kubo and the Two Strings, like they do these types of movies. They did a Dia de los Muertos too, didn't they? Something about that. They didn't do Coco. Uh, they did the other one. Coco. Coco's Coco. the Pixar they, one. It, they did the, uh, the other one that was before Coco, I think. But oh, 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 gotcha, 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 gotcha. Coco Zero. Not. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Yes, but if you like if you like kids movies, that's that's a that's an easy watch. You heard that other list of movies to watch. So, this is uh, a very fun. This is also for people who want to have a Halloween spooky themed thing without anything getting too scary. Like if you have a friend who is like, I like the vibe of Halloween, yeah. but I don't want any scares. Yeah. It's not really a horror film. No. We're it's doing... a kid's horror film. Like, yeah. I would say it yeah. is. I'd say if you wanted to do Coraline, that would be like Coraline's... better probably for horror. Yeah. Because Coraline is genuinely horrifying. Coraline, we'll probably do Coraline this month as well. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say this movie is responsible for, I think I want to demote night books from Mr. Cool Guy to just Smiley Face. Wow. Because I realized it's just it's just different categories. There's night, levels to this, night yeah. Books, night books a fine kids movie, but it's not like one where I'm going, I'm, like, I'm not saying like, yeah, this is a, you know. I, I, it's just not the same as gotcha. Paragon. They're in different leagues. Totally. Nightbooks gets the demotion. There are levels to this. Yeah. yeah. There's there's tears for a reason. No, I yeah. would say that this is a horror movie for children. Um, yeah. I think it's also really <laughs> allegorical, which puts it in definitely in horror movie territory for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, the old school horror movie stuff is based on having a lesson to it, some sort of moral yeah. lesson. And this definitely has a moral lesson. Um, and I definitely didn't cry at the end. So, you know, <laughs> I 1000% knew you were going to cry. I was. <laughs> Anyways, of course I was. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's pop open that spoiler configuration and start, start getting into it then. Okay. Okay. So we, we open up with, uh, with, uh, Norman watching some old horror a films on TV. Fake. Yeah. A bad zombie. Yeah. Move. And he's with his grandmother, and then he goes and he talks to his parents, and it turns out his grandmother's dead, and he can talk yeah. to talk to dead. dead yeah, people. grandmother played by Elaine Stritch, by the way, which is just like right. the whole voice cast in this, this. was her last yeah. role as well. No this way! Her last oh, role? I loved yes. Elaine Stritch; she's so good. <laughs> yeah, no, all the very fitting to have. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. it is, but she's you know she's a really talented mm. um, character actor, so really awesome that she like stepped up and and did this. Um, I primarily knew her as Jack Donaghy's mom. Yeah, right? yeah, that was, and then she, oh, in Thirty Rock, she was. Okay, okay. I think okay. she was on the Carol Burnett show. Wow. And um, I believe in Broadway, like Broadway, Broadway, Broadway Damn. for her. She was like an old school Broadway actor. <laughs> Broadway. <laughs> I like Broadway, Broadway versus off Broadway. Broad. Well, do you say off Broadway? Well, no, she did like a one woman show and she'd been in like a million oh other God. things. Oh, okay, and like, okay. no, she. Broadway, 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 like, Brian. Yeah, no, I mean, like, she'd done it meant. Broadway, Broadway, she was Broadway, a standard, Brian. You know, person. <laughs> Anyways, she's very awesome. admirable no, woman. <laughs> yes, it is very good. Yes. yes. She's very charming in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I won't say it's a powerhouse performance. No. Or she mostly just like she's she's, she's a side character. She's, 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 she's got an old collecting a page. She's like hanging out, having a good time with the. She film. got she an old lady sounding of... voice, you know, and she yeah. exactly collected a nice little paycheck, you know. 
She, yeah. does, she does a fun bit of foreshadowing, and then yeah. she's off to the races. Like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. I believe the father is also the father from the Goldbergs, which it's I have not Jeff Garland. Watched. It's yeah. Jeff Garland. I know him best from Arrested Development as maybe his boss. That's right. <laughs> yes, he's the producer. I was, I was going. Uh, Curb your enthusiasm was because yeah. he's the like oh, second the lead cool, on that. The cool one to know, but no, just but like Arrested <laughs> Development is great because it's just <laughs> no. And then um, the other, the other anyway. one we have is John Goodman playing playing the uncle. That's right. And oh my God. Anna Kendrick What's is the her? sister. And That's it. Anna yeah. Kendrick is the sister Courtney who is thick. Jumpsuited. Oh, can we okay, talk we're doing that. about her We're starting butt. her ass. Can we talk? <laughs> Stop. Can we talk about butts? Yeah, butts in, in general. general. Every Okay, so every woman is you know the whole thing about pears and apple like the yeah. type of body type? The the no, Brian, animators of I swear to fucking god. <laughs> the, 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 she pear shaped. Sorry. The design. The designers of these characters went heard pear shape and went got it. They are all pears. And the directors went no no we meant pear shape. And then they showed them all the fully constructed models mm-hmm. of a, a for most of these women a candlestick and then an absolute dump truck yeah. on every single person. Yeah. You know how I know it's so crazy. There's a scene where a cop is on a scooter. It's a female cop yeah. on a scooter chasing a van. Mm-hmm. Like a pan, yep. not like a real van, not a minivan, just like a van. Yep. She is bumping into it. Yep. And she is causing material damage to this yep. with her ass. Yeah. It's not off over the side of the yeah. motorcycle. Not with her motorcycle, her actual honk and honk. Yeah. You can see just it. Bang into it. It is fucking I tremendous. feel like they saw Mrs. Incredible and they're they like, were like, we, we, could, do we, could, do we could do better. We could do better. We have the technology. Yeah, we can go bigger. That's what I was thinking the whole time, too. Well, they really, I think, I think the shapes of characters were very interesting in this. Yes. And I do love when when people play with, uh, when animation plays with, with body shape and body type. Because, you know, we're not seeing it from the big powerhouse studio, Disney. You know, they like to disney everyone. So everyone looks exactly mm-hmm. the same. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's eyes, faces, relatively the same shape, what have you. Except for, like, The Incredibles was, like, a departure from that, really. And and we're seeing less and less Pixar, of it. Somebody had the Mrs. Incredible vision. Yeah. I was going to say. Which, like, just let me try it one time and then you tell me. <laughs> Give me a chance. It, it, Give me a chance, Tim. It's, it's very strange. I've I'm just thinking no, about the very funny. They see the drawing the first time, like you son of a bitch, you've done it. <laughs> one hand clapped on the shoulder, just this is the best promotion. work I've ever seen. One tear, <laughs> yeah, like holding it up. Just, oh my god, you've done it. Oh my god, just you, they hold it up to the light, and you can just see the shadow the outline, the, the silhouette of the ass. <laughs> Just a toothpick on top of like a beach ball. But sorry, Brian, you were saying something. Um, Just in terms of, you mentioned the whole like Disney Fi characters, and Pixar is the because they did The Incredibles. um, They tend to keep this more like they're closer. They're like in between Disneyfied characters and this Mm -hmm. in terms of it because this is like crazy out there. Yeah, you know, proportions and changes and everything. But like animation was built on. Things like squash and stretch, like these, and uh, which is the way they move characters. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of like their bodies 
get elastic to make the motions make sense in each panel. Yeah. So that when you pull it together, yeah, it like it's has like this those, little exaggerated the, look. The, if you think about the gifs that were really popular of that going yes. wrong, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And then exactly. you can sort of like come up with an idea of how it's done where they t- accidentally twist themselves into knots and you're like, oh, I fucked <laughs> it up, you know? Bingo. Um, but those lent themselves, and you saw it with the like original Disney stuff, is like these characters have interesting, weird proportions. You know, like Mickey has fucking spaghetti string arms with a fucking complete semicircle bottom and then another like big old shoes and stuff. But God, can that um, mouse dance? But like, so it is interesting that that's kind of like left the major studio and like their animation just kind of looks more normal now, mm-hmm. more like kind of like boilerplate. Instead and now these paranormal. other places... Look, listen. <laughs> There's um, that pear again. The pear shape. It should have been pear, P-E-A-R, a Norman. Yeah. Because that's yeah. true. Well, you know what else I was thinking about? Mrs. Incredibles, the, like the Incredibles' <laughs> last about name. So uh, no, but no, t- you tell me. The Incredibles' last name is not incredible when they're just being the fan. No, no. it's par. What is it? It's par. Par. Yeah. Okay, not pear. Bob it's par. par, yeah. And I Helen like, Par. I feel like that was on purpose. That's cl- <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna. You know what? It's in the movie. Might it's as canon. well be. That's yeah. why it was. Yeah. Sorry. Um. I don't even know where. Oh, but everyone has these very great exaggerated like in, the mus. The one muscle head in this is a Jeez. fucking absolute Oh my absolute god! And his torso is longer is than Jared Padalecki's. You know, like, <laughs> which, is which is saying something. <laughs> fucking top heavy. What's his name? Mitch is the character's Mitch. name. But Jesus Christ. Swaying we'll, everywhere. We'll, we'll definitely come back to we will Mitch. Come back oh, to yeah. Mitch. But um, what I was going to say about the Again and again and again. <laughs> the, uh, I'm always sorry. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm I really like boy. it, but it's like I think it's really cool to see that the, the fact that they're all asymmetrical, too. Yeah, you can look down yeah. to the, the point where Norman's nostrils are visibly yeah, different. They're, they're like, yes. twist- he's got a twisted nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can tell that this is all very on purpose right at the beginning because they do the scene where uh, his dad comes to speak to him <laughs> and he turns and he's just staring at his giant it's, belly mm-hmm. and then his mom like stands up and so it's her belly and he's just between their two bellies. Yeah. So there's a lot of focus on like, hey, the proportions are like crazy here. Yeah. I yes. I don't know. I love stop motion animation. I love texture. So oh, I think yeah. that, that was something that they really play a lot with in this. And it's, it you know, their clothing in that exact scene that you're talking about, Jorge, mm-hmm. you can see the weave on the, yeah. the yeah, clothing right. of the doll. It's so cool. I, I really, I don't know. It's something I really there, appreciate. No, there's there's a lot of texture it's work a here. I mean, like visual feast I, for sure. Yeah. I really liked all the apparitions. Like the, the ghosts always have like a wispiness to it, but then like, Agatha when she's like in witch oh, yeah. form coming down from the clouds oh, looks yeah. awesome. They do like a scrim effect first, and it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. When you first see her in her like electric form, yeah. she's like, there's there's like a lot going on there. She looks very cool when she first pops out. Um this I know that this used um they made use of a 3D printer for a lot of the faces in this. Really? To be able to basically to be able to Crank pump out. out all yeah. the different expressions, so they had them available, right. so production could go fucking a little bit faster. But I know that the zombies all had traditional mecha- like they had mechanical mm. faces with different wow. uh, ex- uh, models over them. Like you just change them out and right, right, yeah. right. That's super um, impressive to me. They were fucking incredible. Yeah, but, they looked good. So Norman is a para. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He starts. He starts head. walking down the street, and they they start. I think this is the first time they start playing like his theme song, 
And I'm like, God damn, this movie is fucking mm-hmm. sad. Like the music is just so beautiful. It's a real and sad. quiet, sad. Well, yeah, like, and it's he's really lonely. He's a lonely kid, right? Like he's mm-hmm. really, um, you know, obviously he's different. He's a different kid. And I read the whole thing as an allegory for him being gay, mostly because at the really? very beginning, his father calls him lip wristed. I don't want that, the, that limp-wristed stuff. That limp-wristed stuff. Like this is in California, like, yeah. where you came exactly, from. Yeah. This is, you know, I'm assuming New England because it's got the whole Puritan, <laughs> the Puritans right, and everything. But he it's talked, the town of Blythe Hollow, Blythe which Hollow. is a mix of the Blythe Spirit, Blythe Spirit. and Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, Blythe yeah. Spirit, which is oh. a old coward, an old coward play. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, as, which is also about you know a woman who comes back from the grave. Um, so you, you said uh, you said old coward play. Noel coward. <laughs> Noel coward. I'm not coward. Familiar coward. With that. coward. 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 <laughs> do you do you not, mind elaborate on that a little bit? I'm not familiar. Not with uh, not really. I mean, he's just a really. He's a classic. He's a classic playwright. You know, wrote a play called Blythe Spirit, which is fucking read, pl- read a play once in a while. Anything else? I'm trying slime. to get our audience some new knowledge it's, here. Is there anything else we would know? No, that's all I know about. From no coward. No. Damn it, no coward. Uh, I, you coward. He is. <laughs> He's a comedian. He write. I'm he sure wrote comedic he's plays. Just uh, because we don't know it doesn't mean he didn't write more plays. He wrote tons of stuff. Yeah, exactly. I could do no, a, no, a, gonna, a quick. I write Google, all the time. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a theater degree. I know. Present laughter is one I know. Uh, that's it. I got nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know how. He wrote a, there's much there, and I just couldn't recognize that. Like when you scroll through somebody's IMDb page, he's <laughs> like, oh, fuck, 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 oh fuck, I don't know this. Actor, <laughs> 145. No idea. Yeah. No idea. No idea. Oh, an episode of Law and Order because you're legally obligated as an actor to do one. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Like, but um, no. But yeah, nor- so he talks about you know him being a weakling, and that people right, are yes. people are gonna start to talk about him, and and that people, and then they even a bit, a bit later, his dad's like really hard on him the whole time Mm -hmm. and eventually you know he's like why is dad afraid of me and his mom goes your dad's not afraid of you he's afraid for you Mm -hmm. and so i did see the whole thing as an allegory for being gay or being different in any any kind of way you know like yeah your parents are hard on you because they don't want you to have a hard life you know yeah Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, I, I had not picked up on that, but like, there really is no way to deny that that is a possible interpretation of it because literally everything they say to him in that movie perfectly aligns with it. it when you call someone limp-wristed, I don't know how to take it. you say it. something <laughs> about limp-wristed, like, stuff, I, I do get that. Yeah. Um. But basically, but he's a weakling, it, yeah. you know, he's little, he's different, mm-hmm. he's they unpopular. They do a lot of, you know. th- that first scene is also very good, like, what, this, the shot you were talking about of the two bellies, mm-hmm. uh, just at Norman's head as he's talking to them <laughs> is a good example of like how they set up uh they have a tremendous knowledge and uh make good use of cinematic language with a lot of these things so like that scene most of that scene his dad's head is gone yeah. it is not seen from Norman's but like when we're near Norman's shots mm-hmm. there's no it's just him like, they do not um, they cannot see eye to but eye but you can't like, exactly yeah. bingo little stuff like wow. that mm-hmm. is you blink and you'll you won't even pay attention to it in the shot or like a thing 
but you'll make note of it in the movie. And the average moviegoer will do this. They will register it without, like, thinking on it and going, oh, I see, that's a better for this. They just fucking get it and go. And and then they go, that movie was really good. And all the critics of Norman throughout the movie, they are all Mm -hmm. way taller than him, except for his his little friend, who is also a weirdo, you know? He is. I love his little friend. His little friend's amazing. (laughs) He's so funny. Neil is great. The, the, uh, yeah. the, see, I, I laughed very hard when Alvin's like, get out of my way or I'll punch you in your boobs. And he's <laughs> like, I don't have boobs. They're pectorals. And then he punches him. He's like, oh, oh my, my boobs. boobs. <laughs> yeah. No, I laughed, I laughed very hard at um, But there is, so we get like this establishing road to school with, we first see it from people's perspective, which is just, Norman fucking talking to nothing. There's nothing going on. You just hear him going, hello. Oh, hey, nice to see yeah. you, Mrs. So-and-so. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then we get the nice, again, for a fucking stop motion animated movie where this is difficult to do because you're taking a bunch of yeah. pictures instead of getting to do the move as like a sweeping motion. Like normally doing a, a revolving shot or like a dolly or anything, mm-hmm. whatever, Fairly it's easy, fine. Yes. You can, Steady we can do it right you know. now with no issue. Yeah. They have to stop and take a photo and then move the camera slightly. One, right. One twenty-fourth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then again, 24 times to get a second of footage. And then however long it takes, they do this beautiful sweeping around shot of Norman to, to reveal his eyes. All, yeah. to get all of these ghosts that he sees and how full his day is mm-hmm. from his perspective. But then yeah. he passes one real person on the yeah. street. Oh, this is hilarious because he's like saying, oh, hi, how's it going? Oh, you changed your hair today. Oh, you're looking good. Or like, how's it hanging? You know, and then he passes. <laughs> He passes a real person on the street and he looks down and doesn't say anything to them and yep. skirts around them. And you're like, holy shit, Norman. Like, I get you. <laughs> it's, it is very efficient storytelling. Yeah, it's Again, really good. There's no, yeah. We could have had no scenes up till now. This could have been the start. And we go, oh, I get everything. I get it all completely. I kind of argue no that problem. it almost should be the beginning of the movie. I loved that sequence. <laughs> I mean, it really is, right? Because you yes. have your, yeah. you know, the, the really... You, you get your place in time, the inciting, mm-hmm. you know, shot and everything where he talks to his grandma, he watches the movie, whatever. And then he does like sort of the little, uh, what would it be? Like the rusted root uh, in Matilda, you know, oh. scene where he's going down the <laughs> oh, street, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Oh um, boy, like, you know what I mean? What are you talking about? The dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could do Matilda one day. <laughs> to- yes. Totally. It's going to not be... I think almost... Maybe not a year one episode. Sure. But like... A few Halloweens I, I think may, maybe anything with Mara Wilson. <laughs> she made some weird ass shit. And like half the things directed by Danny DeVito look weird enough that you're like, this has to be a horror movie in some regard. I didn't even know he directed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he directed it. That's crazy. Um, yes. But so we get to school. He's getting bullied mercilessly at school. By- well, mostly by Alvin. Everybody just it, else played does. by Christopher Mintz Platts, aka McLovin. Oh it's gotta be God. hard for people to know you as McLovin. I mean, look, man. There's the only. It's the I knew only his name. Way. Fuck him. I, I knew his name. I don't know his fucking name. <laughs> Christopher Mintz Platts. He's, like, he's got a real he's name. McLovin. He's got a real nickname. McLovin will be fine. He's okay. Yeah, he's, McLovin will be McLovin's just, doing the Woody Harrelson gift from Zombieland, where he's drying his tears with the hundred dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We can and like. We continue to have like a good number of scenes of it's like the 
what is the the little kid's name? The friend Neil. Neil is like befri- trying to befriend Norman. We see more about how Norman interacts in the school. We see how Alvin bullies him, uh, and then he gets approached by his his uh, uncle, who his parents don't want him talking to. <laughs> by a homeless man. <laughs> Yeah. Who is his uncle? I know. He uncle. has a home. He has a home, that's for true. He lives in a house. Neil calls yeah, him the scary bum. That... They call him a tramp. He's, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's... he's kind of a tramp. That's fair. Yeah. Um, he tells him about all this stuff. Uh, and then he goes and he's like preparing to go bother him again because he needs his help with stopping the witch's curse. And, and he this dies. Is, and... Yeah, there's some. There's a scene that's really interesting where Norman, see, who sees things that aren't there all the time, has a moment where he sees him and then he doesn't see him. And I'm like, how the fuck did Norman know that that yeah. was like, you know, it's, like he has this like, am I seeing things moment? And I'm like, well, you see things all the time. Like, <laughs> it's perfectly rational. Yeah. Where he doubts what he sees and sort of. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. right. So the, the uncle dies and then he goes to keep trying to pester Norman to taking up the cause. But I, I'm really I was skipping past everything because I want to get to this bathroom scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where he shows up to Norman in the bathroom, and they Alvin's in the stall next to him, the bully, yes. and they do so many shots of noises and visuals and <laughs> vibrations and things to where Alvin is like, somebody is shitting their fucking yeah. brains out next to me right now. And I can't. I, I'm sorry. I laughed so many times. <laughs> the, the payoff of that is there's a big explosion mm-hmm. in the stall due to the ghost leaving. Like the ghost leaves in a big fucking explosion. And Alvin comes out. And Norman just goes, whoo, uh, might want to give that a couple minutes and flushes like, like, the toilet and runs away. It's beautiful. There's great. Their humor is very good slap like easy slapstick stuff mm-hmm. yeah. that just fucking works yeah it's for, it's for kids this, exactly i imagine that those scenes probably that scene probably fucking crushes with children i oh, yeah. would, i would teehee with laughter i would yeah. fucking fall apart yeah but <laughs> i don't know what it's like to like really laugh at the same thing full-heartedly with a child though i don't know if it's off-putting if maybe you want to laugh at it less no. Oh, I see what you're saying. Funny shit's that... always gonna be funny. Like that's oh. that's what I gotta say about I, that. Maybe you know? I mean laughing at the same things is one thing. But being, with the same gusto. Being at a movie theater and having the same level of laughter <laughs> with a child, I would walk. I would go. I'm, I'm. I would stop myself and go. I can't do this anymore. I have to go. I feel like I it's not to... a good look if somebody looks over and you're like <laughs> sitting on a bench you. with the child and both of you are laughing just as hard. <laughs> It is like, what could have possibly happened? <laughs> You're both genuinely laughing that Honestly, hard. I think it's it's always going to be poo-poo-pee-pee jokes. <laughs> always, absolutely. The intersection of all humanities at poo-poo-pee-pee Lowest jokes. common there's, denominator. A, there's yeah, a beautiful obvious. thing to the poo-poo-pee-pee jokes because everybody <laughs> yes. poops, you know? Like, we all know about it. Like I feel like that's the great. one thing that nobody ever said, now you're old enough, you're allowed to make those jokes. We always had to take them and then we held them in our hands tight. <laughs> I don't know. I was with my parents this last weekend, and it was all poo poo pee pee jokes. Cause I um, see. Well, yeah. they probably their parents are probably the ones that didn't let them do poo poo pee jokes. So yeah, probably. So I'm gonna be a cool parent you're just, and you're let just, them do pee pee poo poo jokes with my children. Those are just generational pee pee poo poo jokes. You're part of a long tradition stream of yeah. pee pee poo poo people. Yeah. No. One of these, well, you you're, you may hear a chair creak or something, but. Half of these jokes to result in me fake lunging at Jorge, and one of these times you're just gonna yeah. hear the microphone move and I'll <laughs> fucking jump on him. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, so we're in a bathroom. The uncle says, yes. you know, he's got, he's got, so they, they introduce the plot point that the only reason ghosts exist, not everyone turns into ghosts, the only reason they're around is that they have unfinished business or they died in a particularly horrible manner. And so the way oh, yeah. he's able to come, his uncle is about able to come back and say, you got to finish this for me is because he literally has the unfinished business of being able to relay this information to Norman, right? He's I, like, I fucking loved that because he was so clearly trying to get out of there. Yeah. He was like, here's the information. I'm There's out. a witch's curse. You have to read this book at her grave. Okay, I am not like, going to give you Norman's even enough asking, information. Norman's in the middle of asking more questions. Yeah. And he's very nervous and confused about what's happening. And he's like, can't help you. I'm done. Yeah, he's like, and then, I like, don't want to be here. <laughs> on cue, I, fucking the beyond goes, great, you're done. Awesome. Yoink. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would not be in such a rush to get off of this plane because you don't, you, like, I, you only know that some people die and become ghosts. You don't know what happens, happens to them after. You could be going to hell for all you know. Yeah, you but really, like, like, consider where you're going after. This. His life was like not good though. Like, That's, yeah, people were bad. mean to him. He was ostracized. His family disowned but now him. He gets to him, yeah. hang out with all of his ghost people. But I feel like the ghost didn't really care for him either. Honestly, no, I, I don't know. He, yeah, he was looking for a change of pace. I think he was, yeah. just, he was well, happy to hell. Hell's going to be a pretty big fucking pig. Change, change of pace. <laughs> Pinhead on the other side. <laughs> Damn it! I know. Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah. So then, uh, I always want to call him Paranorman. Sure. Uh, Norman then heads over to his uncle's house. He has to get the book out of his dead there is, uncle's oh my hand. God. There is a massive slapstick bit. This yeah. is like a little a much for me because I was like, this is where we go dark comedy. Just and I'm get like, the crowbar and get his little fingers off of there. You know. <laughs> I I laughed. Like I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very fun scene. But my first thought was, okay, so my age limit just went up on this film. Like, I know this is PG, but, like, that concept is dark. When, oh, when his, move this when his up body like... fell on Norman, that's yeah. when it happened for me. Because yeah. the pulling the, the book spot, out, yeah. you're pulling the book, you're he pulling bashes, it out, he's bashing he's his head. He's pulling it, and he's stuck under the desk, so he's bashing yeah. his head under the that's desk. That's okay with me. It's when... He falls on top of yeah. him, and his dead ass tongue, tongue wall, falls all like. over Norman's face. And you really have to understand that Norman sees dead people all the time, or yeah. else like any other per- any other child in the I... universe that they created <laughs> yes. would have been catatonic. Like. He, he starts when he during that part when he tries to get him off. He's trying to shake him off. The tongue just starts like slobbering, oh, like, like slobber wet, licking him still, all over. Oh god, it's yeah. nasty. It's, it's so cool. funny. I that is something I wanted to mention that this it's like. It's like an old school cartoon because cartoons these days yes. don't often mention death at all anymore. Like yeah, they don't. They just are like, nope, they're gone. They talk about other stuff. Yeah, like they they get they skirt around it. This one is like dead people all the time. Yeah, dead, death, dead, corpses, dead, 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 well, dead really, ghost. I think that's what makes it work for children is that they really like put you in this universe where it's okay. You're like, yeah, yeah there's yeah. dead people all over the place, but it's okay. They're not scary. They're not mean. You know, this is this is normal for this universe. It's normal, and kids can really wrap their. It's an example of how kids can wrap their head around that kind yeah. of thing if you introduce it the right way, right? Name, name one other movie where there can be a fucking cut in half dead dog roadkill and it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, didn't uh, we watch that shit? 
like uh with with other like tim burton Please, stuff I was say, yeah like uh, there's like frankenweenie yeah came out, like a, the same year but it's like too. it's yeah. like kind of fucked up because he's really sad about the dog dying so he does a fucked up thing by he trying to bring him back and mm. then it's, a caution it's not good and then it then it frankenstein's out you know all the people come after it i feel like we uh, saw it in some like books from like the scholastic book fair you probably. know like we i see we don't stuff. dead people sure dead, dead. dog Cut in half, dead dog. That's not usually yeah. anywhere. Played. Even adult movies don't like to do that. But it's so they... funny because he died getting hit by the animal rescue van. <laughs> yeah. What is what actual is irony? Say? It was a tragic and ironic. He's like Neil has so it. many fucking zingers. Oh God. yeah, Neil. Well, we know why Neil is there. Rattles them off. <laughs> it's the same reason Neil is there for his other classmates. It's to be the butt of the joke. Like, <laughs> But he's strong and he's protective yeah. of Norman. I like love he, Neil. He's like, like he he shows like emotional fortitude, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he is he is an anchor for Norman. Like he's like you can be weird and still a part of this world. And exactly. Um, so I like I, I like Neil. A lot. He's self assured for like you know he knows who he is, <laughs> which I respect. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, this this part of the movie when when he's getting the book and like where Alvin's coming after him to ruin the ritual and like the, Nor- well, the siblings are coming to start to look for them. Yeah, this is like one of my complaints about the movie. Actually, is that um those scenes with with Neil I think are excellent. Like those establishing scenes with him at school and everything. But this happens really early on in the movie. So we have like this whole setup, and then we do like the big like arc is like the entire movie and we usually get like a little bit more you know like they we don't usually have one giant chase scene for like the whole movie i was was, yeah yeah. i was surprised by that too because they were like oh and they also set it up a certain way they said okay at sundown they like made a big deal about sundown right at sundown you need to do this or the curse is gonna you know happen and then the sun fucking sets and like nothing has happened Mm -hmm. yet you know what i mean they're like well and then and then yeah, and then sure. chaos reigns. But you know, up until then, <laughs> up until then, you're like, wait, is he gonna like just accomplish what he's gonna do? Like, I really thought he was just gonna, he was just gonna get it done. And then we, there, I was like, maybe it was gonna get too scary for the kids or something. It was gonna yeah. be really easy. <laughs> yeah, there's something there's something odd about like the way that is constructed because it technically is fine. It, it the idea of I'm going to do something, but it goes wrong. So hell is unle, you know, whatever mm-hmm. hell breaks loose. And then we have the movie happens in fucking everything. Like mm-hmm. that's fucking army of darkness is go to the thing yeah. and say the words and goes clad and fucks it up. And then that's like, I don't the part think of that's it. the problem. I yeah, think, that, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like so the I, idea is okay. The execution in there is the odd I think it's, part of it. It's a narrative issue. So like mm-hmm. if, if you, you know, like the, the charts that they show about how like every narrative works basically with the rising action, we yeah. hit climax, falling action. There's like that little roller coaster up. There's like that hill. I think they just go too high, too fast, too early. And we're at a high for way too long. The inciting incident feels like a climax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it, it go like we gotta get to the thing to do this. It, it, they do like a bait and switch of it because yeah. that's the goal the whole time is you have to go to the witch's grave and read this. Yeah, is technically the goal the whole time yeah. is to get and to like, the witch's grave. I also think they could have like had more. I think you're right in that it it might have been the chase scene that did it because they could have yeah. faced more different kinds of trials and tribulations. 
as opposed to the one trial that went on way too long, right? Yeah. Like, he goes to the graveyard to to read from the book. The bully stops him. Like, we get that. That happens all the yeah. time. Like, that's normal. Yeah, that's Zombies no rise exactly. from the dead. And then yep. sister, friend, friend's brother show up with the van. And then this long, drawn-out chase starts. Yeah. Where it's like, it could have been, like, a chase into a zombie fight, into something else. But, you know, it just was yeah. chased for I, a long I think- time. I think Army of Darkness is a really good comparison because he he ruins everything. Everything, like, the whole, like, the actual villains come out. Everything gets started. And then he gets to go rest, basically, and have a series of scenes dealing with other stuff, kind of. Or, like, you know, like, side parts of that, not, like, the main antagonist itself. And we slowly rise back up to actually fighting it. That's, it's... In this one, I think, like, the, the way that any, like... Other movies would have done it, you know, like the more traditional way I think would be like the the zombies rise, they run off, they get into town, they're trying to tell people that the zombies are coming and there is like that moment of rising while they're waiting for the zombies to arrive, right? That's how more traditionally it would go. It's one, I agree with all these, these all make sense. This, the weave, the web they have to weave here, the thread they have to weave is that the zombies don't, are not necessarily a bait and switch, but they are the whole theme of this movie is don't judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking judge people for how they are on the outside. That sort of thing. Yeah. That's the whole fucking movie. So that reveal, like there's no other quest. The town hall thing, I think doesn't work as a second set piece to put them at their low point. Cause the idea of it is inciting incident. You get rising action. The hero faces a trial that they think, they cannot be that is mm-hmm. insurmountable it's the if it, like they lose something that's where they gain the knowledge they need to basically win they mm-hmm. overcome that challenge get to the climax one way or the other it happens and then you get your falling action the inciting incident and the climax are fine they are set up and they pay off yeah. that second middle part is yeah. too odd like there's it's no muddied. sense it's of that not, it's just not right <laughs> yeah the it's one, weird the one thing i really liked about it is that moment when they're trying to look at a record room which is very funny to me <laughs> and make sense of it which is very funny to me in 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 my career choices but right. uh, <laughs> oh. it's very difficult I gotcha. and it's all these and they're dum-dums like they're, they're none of them are nerdy in that way none of them they called the nerd girl mitch starts curling to encyclopedias yeah they're like very confused and he goes i would not have chosen if i had known this was a studying adventure like i would not have chosen this group of misfits like exactly i would have picked a different group of misfits you know whatever and they're saying they're just like we can't we can't do this like we Mm -hmm. are not equipped to do this and they leave they're like we're going to get killed by a mob of angry people, not zombies. Then they're worried about the townspeople burning down town hall. And they're like, we're going to get fucked up by our own relatives, neighbors, whatever. And we got to go. And like, this is over. It's time to stop. They turn to Norman and he's just like, it's this great visual moment where Norman once again, pro- proves his nature is to to isolate, right? He's like, yes, okay, exactly. Like if when all else fails, like everything else has in my life, I can be alone. Like it doesn't work with all these people. I'm gonna do it by myself. Get the fuck out. I don't I'm need doing you. It. Yeah, you think I'm different, so go away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's this great moment where he's just like stubborn and stays. And then you're like, well. 
now what? And then he sort of gets an idea that comes from nowhere. And you're like, mm, does that work? <laughs> like- yeah, there's there could have been a better way to push the themes because they clearly know what their themes are and they know like mm-hmm. how they want to do them. But there's something in the execution that just feels like the pace doesn't seem to work and you kind of like stumble into yeah. parts of these things. But I liked um, the character yeah. choice. I liked the Ab- choice of like, that exactly. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. You know? They know their characters very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's like the, it's weird because it's mostly just those narrative issues that drag this down a lot. I mean, it's still yeah. Mr. Cool Guy, but I, who knows where <laughs> it could have gone if it like, if the, everything if had they, been tight and the narrative together, had been yeah. clean, you know, but it's, I think it's really, really interesting how like other people may, have the same issues with it. They, they may not even have the words. You know, it's kind of hard to realize if you're not like attuned to this and haven't studied narrative at all. Like to to know that this is why something feels wrong, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. something doesn't feel good about the way that it's panning out. Like the pacing feels off. Yeah, but like, yeah. how wrong is it, right? Because like, exactly. I was still in. I was yeah, in no, the no, no, whole totally. time. I, it's, hey, like, it's a Mr. Cool guy. Mr. Cool guy. The pacing else. was good. I didn't really feel like anything was like, oh, okay, I'm enough, enough with this. You know, mm-hmm. they they did pace it well that I felt it like could keep my attention and therefore the attention of a child. I I was enjoying during that sequence the shift change for the zombies. Because mm-hmm. seven zombies arrive, and it is revealed that they are the accusers of the witch. They are the original people who sentenced the witch to death. Um, and they, at first, you know, it's just fucking, they are the zombies, they're the antagonists, whatever. And they get into town, and there's just a great set of zoom-ins, like cutaways and zoom-ins yeah. on them. Because they're Puritans. They are. They specifically say they are Puritans who don't like sex and violence, all this sort of stuff. And they just there's a sh- they zoom in on a billboard of a sexy witch and it's shocked face <laughs> of a zombie. They zoom in on a gambling hall with people stumbling out of a drug. Another shocked zombie. Like they're just you really get this like tonal and perspective shift to sympathy on some level for them because yeah. they're like, oh, we're in horror. We're in hell. We're yeah, in horror hell world. Oh my god, it's hell, so yeah. scary. It's all like because their whole town is witch themed because of the curse. Exactly. So it is all gambling witches (laughs) yeah so they get fucking terrified and then it does a very good you know again pushing this theme of you know judging people for being different is the town immediately bonkers mob rule the town comes out in a a big way though they're like you know what (laughs) woman if they had actually been evil zombies they would have crushed that oh yeah they were like we've been preparing for this forever (laughs) like we knew this was gonna happen the bartender's there and she pulls a shotgun that was strapped her to her back to her back she just pops it out she's yeah. like i'm so ready and then she's go. like she was like go for the head like everyone's yeah. seen <laughs> zombie know. films like they're all like we can handle this there's a there's basically a couple of characters who incite the, the crowd yeah. into the mob the and teacher. they start fucking the, the theater, theater teachers teacher. the Wild. dogs of war cry havoc and let <laughs> so she says cry, cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war complete silence then she goes Let's rip them apart. Crowd yeah. fucking goes nuclear. Um, I, yeah. After, men- after Emily was mentioning the stop motion, I always forget about stop motion, how it works and how hard it is yeah. when I'm actually watching the film. Because like with Muppets, to me, Muppets are celebrities. I don't yeah. think yes, about them absolutely. as- absolutely. That's how as, they're like, designed to be, thing. too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just thinking now about the scenes where you're seeing the crowd, the angry mob, and it's a shot 
there's shots where the entire screen is filled up with nothing but faces and their arms like rabble rousing and they're all like moving Ooh, and, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and it looks very good i'm, I'm just thinking about how 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 many different pieces everybody had to go in there and like move around and... the movie that this which is actually a pretty relatively standard time from my understanding because i'm using nightmare before christmas as another yeah. reference this movie took three years to make Deesh. It started yeah, production yeah, yeah. in 2009, and it came out in 2012. Yeah, you mentioned the dolly shot, and I'm like, why don't they just move the camera while the things are moving? Nope. <laughs> nope. Then nope. you used another brain cell and, and went, oh, thing I got like, it. These are hard to make. Dude. They're, yeah. r- they're like, ridiculously <laughs> difficult to make, and yet, you know, they do an excellent job, you know? Even, even the, like... It, it, it's got to yeah. be hard, and it's it's amazing every time. It's... Yeah, the the little the little puppets are, are hard to make, and you know that, or else we'd have we'd have a bunch of those instead of fucking Funko Pops everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have Taylor explain Funko Pops to me because I don't. I'd I don't like understand. him to explain it to me because I have no fucking idea. We'll the appeal get... as collectors' items. Cor- we'll yeah. need somebody with Funko Pop knowledge to come on the podcast to explain Funko Pops to all of us because I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I mean, we went to a, a... burn some movie so we can just talk about Funko Pops for like, what happened to, minutes. What happened to Spawn toys? Those were awesome. Dude, why are we doing fucking... Funko Pops? I don't. I don't know. I don't know why people are into Funko Pops. I know that <laughs> one in every several of them is off color, and that's. So it that makes, makes it, but also you there's a Funko Pop for like literally every conceivable thing, dude. Like yes, everything. It's, like I didn't realize that it was that it was so like I thought it was maybe just Disney properties or just like anime. No, it is Funko Pop. Literally everything. They Terrifying. have Funko. They Love have, money. <laughs> they have Peruvian knockoff Funko Pops where this. they have like characters of like people in Peru, like including just like famous people who live on the street there it's like the equivalent of like the times square elmo you know for oh my god i love that though oh my god that's amazing i think there's a guy who dresses in a bunch of like peruvian flag stuff and like goes around like he's captain america oh my god i think like as a bit because that's what they (laughs) do oh my god that's so incredible that's that's amazing so i gotta get some of those maybe yeah other than that that, no funko those are the only ones worth having i was gonna say at this point might as well fucking have those um yeah so the there's allegedly a movie we were talking about um the zombies get a little bit they get chased into they get frankenstein they get chased into the hall of records um and then they have this confrontation with Norman, who is alone. Uh, he gets, he actually goes up to the top of the tower and is yelling at the big witch cloud because that's what we've only seen as the witch so far is this like awesome the the scrim style like witch face mm-hmm. like vaguely in the cloud and moving yeah. around and it fucking lightning bolts him and destroys the book he's supposed to read in order to stop her curse right now. So he's again, this is like the second act lowest yeah. moment oh no and the zombies are like hey you can- oh, hold on, hold on. Oh. it destroys the book and then knocks him from the very top of the bell all the tower, way to the all the way the down into the first floor no of- but well into uh, the past for sure he yes. gets knocked into right. the past <laughs> and then w- but we wakes up on the floor yeah. of, of the and as we know his when he has his visions he's still physically there because he has one when the, the his school's putting on a play and everybody doesn't seem disappear and reappear. He's still there, which means he physically, his body had to fall from the top of the bell tower 
all the way to the bottom of the first floor of the of the Hall of Records. Yeah, that's you know, He's and that's got, pretty true. But you have like a little. I I didn't have. I did have a problem with it, but I didn't have that much of a no, problem with no, it. No, it's not actually a problem. It's, it's because. Funny. I can't yeah, help it. No, watch this little kid get absolutely wrecked right yeah, now. Just fucking street pizza real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's fucking nothing. Comes back as a ghost. Like that's how he yeah, wakes up green it. because and he's a fucking dead ghost. Yeah. 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 Sorry. He's the, the zombies fine. show up. Uh, the zombies show up and the reveal is that, you know, they're the fucking, it's not a reveal. It's just like, so oh, the, I could have thought about this. They're dead. It, he can talk to them. It's the exact plot of Fear Street. Shut up. <laughs> really, Fear Street has the exact It's a plot different of thing that's Shut new. Up. That's why I like Fear yeah. Street so much. Though, and I know because I enjoy Paranorman. Paranorman's not the first one to do it. I, I, no, I'm, of course not. I don't know what the other ones are. It Oh, when good ghouls go bad, I think is is also the same. It's not a witch, but it's the same kind of thing. It's always like there's a town curse. They think it's the, the only one movie that doesn't do it is Hocus Pocus. I, I was going to say the only other one with a town curse that I know witches. is Hocus yeah. fucking Pocus. There's no, there's no understanding and, oh, maybe they're not as bad. They're bad. They're exactly they're bad. as bad and, as they are. They, yeah. And it's just true and that's it. Oh, you got to do Hocus Pocus. Gotta do Hocus you got to do Hocus Pocus. We got to see if it's streaming. It's got to be streaming. That's it what might be on I mean, the big D. I could do Hocus Pocus right it's gotta fucking now. It's got to be on the big D. I think it might be on the big D. Oh, certainly. Yeah. You can do Hocus Pocus. We're now, that's now what Disney Plus is forever. It is yeah, the, big, the D. big D. You'll yeah. never hear Disney Plus again. You will hear the big D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Sorry. Uh, Don't be funny on this podcast. Emily did How a hand I? motion as if to to deliver. What is that? To <laughs> handing over your mail. Uh, is a, a big a big thank you in sign language. A um, big thank you. <laughs> Onto the table. Yeah. Stack of parcels. Put the, the tip of your fingers to your chin and then put the back of your hand down on the to the table. And that is the motion that she did. For the big D. For the big D. They, you they do talk, the math. So they so the, So the zombies talk to Norman and they're like, please stop the curse we were just scared frightened dumb they were like we were a dumb fucking mob of idiots and we know that now and we're very sorry and this sucks it is something i want to talk because like the whole time so far they've been very comedic like they get knocked around a bunch and they don't know what they're doing yeah but this scene the the judge in particular they do an incredible job of making him look so fucking ashamed and embarrassed exactly and oh yeah no he's they they do a great job of Weirdly humanizing this zombie, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's what I like about it is like clearly they've they've been suffering the punishment for I don't know if it's the anniversaries every year, but like clearly they've been suffering this punishment multiple times before. Like this has happened yeah. on some level. And the the part of it is it's not just we're being tortured, so we want this to stop. They recognize they are fully aware and conscious of what they did and why they did it wrong. And they like they explain themselves, but they don't make justification. They're just like, we were fucking dumb and we were scared and we thought we were doing the right thing and we clearly fucking weren't. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. They yeah. Don't, it's such a clean... Because then you get to go... There's no like worry. You don't feel bad for life. You're like, yeah, yeah, I want the zombies to fucking... Also get like, be happy now. I want them to fucking succeed. Yeah, because I don't think we, we mentioned that they, they all like... Set, sent the witch to 
they sentenced her to death they until she was a child. She was a child. Yeah, she was. That's the past thing that and happens. To be you, fair, yeah. she was doing mad magic. Like she was clearly like electrocuting people and shit. Like I don't know what she. No, was no, up no, to. no, no. She no, was no. talking to the dead. She was doing the paranormal. Yeah. She was doing Norman stuff. It was the Nor- literally that we see Norman do. Yeah, they and freak she's out. also very clearly Norman is a descendant of hers. Yeah. Correct. Because yes. her last name is Prendergast, and so is his uncle. uncle. Yeah. Yes. So you you do know that he is descendant, side, yeah. and they do have the yeah, same. But she does yeah. in the courtroom start electrocuting everyone. Well, she lo- yes. Well, because- yeah, but that was after they sentenced her to you death. What? I, I was gonna say I would right. be a little miffed if yeah. I got I sentenced to hanging pretty, and I was a I child with upset. powers. But I mentioned it uh, because then I I love Norman like throwing the book that he's supposed to read in the zombie's yeah. face and him yeah. being like, "Why should I? How could you? Yeah. Like, he's like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, why don't you fucking read it? <laughs> Yeah, Dick. I like that too because he's just like, no, you did a yeah. bad thing, like yeah. because he is that hurt kid too. He's like, I got bullied for the literally the same thing three hundred exactly. years later. Why should I help you? You guys are the same as the assholes who bullied me. You know, it's a very good um, scene of emotional processing. I think mm-hmm. like it's a very good scene because a lot of times. Movies don't have time for that. And this movie's only like an hour and a half. Like, it's, it yeah. kind of doesn't have the time for it either, but it makes, makes the time, time because that's what you're supposed to do. Like, that's the right scene to have. I'd rather have that than some other little gimmicky chase. You know what I mean? Not like, having enough time is... I, it's bullshit. It's I, a lie. I don't know of a single time where that is an, an acceptable excuse for something. No, it's not. Because the, yeah. editing is an art in and of <laughs> itself. It really is. Yes. You know, that's why we all, like, love Star Wars is because of a feat of editing. You know, so you really need to understand that, like... Am I missing something here? Why does everybody keep Star- talking to me about how the so Star Wipe is why we like Star not, Wars? No, no, no. The, no. The, the continuity editing, like the macro editing, like of the, the pace of the film and put together and stuff, that is where it was, quote, saved in the edit. Because oh. there was a bunch of they, they released shot a bunch a, of an earlier yeah. version of it that was a complete disaster yeah. because it, George Lucas didn't know what the fuck he was doing and didn't do a good job. His wife came in, cut out a bunch of garbage, and edited it back together into what we now recognize. They cut as... out George Urbinks for the first time. Yeah, exactly. But then he only came back. Stronger. Unfortunately, not the last. <laughs> yeah, he in, came back strong. In five and six, she had to cut out twice as much. Way yeah. more torture to cut out. And by one, she was like, I'm, I'm your ex-wife at this point. She's I don't like, fucking want to do this. Fucking try it. Then done. see what happens. Yeah, fucking see how these movies go. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Anyways, yes. You were saying. <laughs> Editing is important. Yeah. And you know what I was saying. Oh. There shouldn't be any action sequence or anything else that you're clinging to so hard that storytelling goes by the wayside. Zack yes. Snyder. Uh, Marvel we'll get movies. To you. We will get like, to you. Anything um, Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. Mar- yeah. Marvel has. It, it's not as the same like degree as a lot of the egregious examples, but it is. It is honestly a good choice because, especially when you hear about stuff that's on the cutting room floor. One of the phrases of editing is kill your darlings. Like, you, you yeah. have to. A director has to fucking part ways with scenes Absolutely. because no matter what, they don't fucking work in, like, the story that they're doing. But I feel like the Disney editors were told, kill their kill their darlings. Yeah. You don't get the... Like, the director isn't going, ah, I've got to part with this scene. It's a fun little scene, but I need the emotional strength of this character to rise no, they're here. they're like, so cut out that. anything that makes sense. They're- Does this make sense? <laughs> is this like- going to make this memorable? Get, I'm her, get rid of it. I've seen a lot of talking, 
and I'm not seeing a lot of quick cuts to stunt people doing their fun work that you need to put in a bunch of CGI for. Mm -hmm. Why don't we fucking turn that knob all the way up, Mm -hmm. and why don't we lower this other one of side characters getting a full arc in our little movie? (laughs) They're fine. They're perfectly fine. I could write a whole whole thing on it. Anyway. I don't have time for that right now. Paranorman doesn't do that. That's what I like about Paranorman is it gives the emotional strength and emotional moments to these characters. I... Okay, I'm like, you say that, but then the witch goes into a fucking awesome giant action scene. That is, an emo- that has emotional yes, resonance, yes. that has a point to it, is they're the walking in, They're walking and chewing gum at the same time. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like the equivalent of a number, uh, a song in a musical. When the regular emotions of talking cannot contain what is happening, we go into this. Yes. That's mm-hmm. how action movies should be, and it's how a lot of like Jackie Chan films are is like a fight breaks out because the situation has escalated to the point that a fight is required. Um, He also has a quote about like, oh, we didn't have time, we didn't have money or whatever. He is a notorious fucking perfectionist. So he'll do like a hundred takes to get like him flipping a pen into his other hand correctly. And, or like, you know, one little set of kicks or something, but he gets it perfect. And because he's a big fan of Beijing, they fucking, or Hong Kong, they give him the time and money for it because he's a big star. Mm. But he's talked about, he's like, there's no excuse. What are you going to do? Go to every single theater and say we ran out of money? Right. Like, oh, sorry, the movie, this doesn't work because we we lost it and whatever. Like, no, you yeah. have to fucking, the movie's yeah. the movie. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, so yes, no, they, the point being that, yes, they make time for all the little moments that the movie requires very easily in an hour and a half. They have <laughs> some, excess time to do they, other bits. They could afford to put some back, but I think they were all completely exhausted from animating everything. Yeah, so it's like went. a lot. <laughs> yeah, Maybe we, they were tired. You can't do reshoots on a fucking stop motion animated yeah, film. And we have like you Norman. You can, but everyone's going to be real mad. <laughs> for like for like actual characters, we have Norman, his parents, his sister, the, the Neil and his brother, the... Well... One zombie, really. Neil's brother, a, a zombie representing kind of as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uncle, kind of. Uncle, a little bit. Like, and the witch. Witch. Yeah. Like, they shove in a bunch of people all with, like, enough to you where you know what's going on with them. Yeah. Except the and mom. Enough, the mom, the mom gets a little underserviced. Um, but bit. I love that actor, though. Like, Leslie she's, Mann. She, Leslie Mann is fucking hilarious in everything she's in. And I was, like, yeah. really pleased that she was in it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, <laughs> as we, and she's sweet, you know. She does. She goes to bat for Norman. Yeah, you know, correct. she really does. But she's, she's beaten down. She's real beaten down. She's oh. kind of she's kind of spacey. And I love. There's a scene where the husband's like, "I wish I could understand." You. I the, wish I could understand. An, an incredible you. scene of like once the realization is basically that the zombies you have to understand each other. Blah blah blah. All these things together. Then we get a cramped little scene of. The fa- Norm- Norman's choice. family and the scene. judge zombie stuck in the middle of the back, the middle back seat, as the family just has a normal family dynamic yeah. in the fucking thing. <laughs> the Aww. dad's like, "If you two, if you, the three of you don't quiet down back there, I will stop this car." Oh, and She's then they like, go. <laughs> they finally get the right turn, and it's the swirling vortex of terror yeah. Yeah. coming goes- down on one spot, and she goes, "Oh." I wonder if that's the place. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Yeah. She's great. And oh, that's where Norman goes in for his final confrontation with Agatha or Aggie. 
and he could take a, a punch or a eleven million. million yeah. This is this is where I wanted to come back to the bell tower thing because it's okay. He's invincible. He she pushes him around a bunch. She starts electrocuting him over and over again. But then she does her like special move and she completely eviscerates the forest around him. Everything is like sent to char and ash. And he's just kind of stumbled over and like gets up and keeps talking. He's like, like, yeah. What? He also there's also a move where he gets blown out and then he comes back. And I was curious about oh. that because I thought that really implied that that was that was his magic, bringing it, him back in mm, to the center. It's but then very she slams him tell. against a tree many times, and yes. I'm like, he wouldn't slam himself against a tree many Wait, times. Wait, what is he, so. little video well, game child? Like, the, he cannot die. The re, I think at I think at the point you're talking about though, yeah. I think we're already in, like, her dementia, like you know, we're in her like headspace or something along those lines. Because when it's over, the forest is back to normal. Mm. Yeah. That's right. You know what I mean? Like this for you know that's like yeah. I was confused too. I went, "Oh my god, he's going to come back to a bunch of charred. What a fun scene this is going to be yeah, where I the family walks in into the... the no forest." Yeah, like <laughs> I was thinking about the forest cuz the forest is like aged since that time. Yes. And you know, you have these gnarled old trees where exactly. back in her time it was this beautiful glade, you yes. know, and it, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Um yeah, I I that. really I fucking love all of the shit he talks where he's basically doing the thesis of the movie yeah but in a more like desperate and fast way like he doesn't have time to like say things in no one's way so it's like you're being a bully yeah. you're the bully now you're the you're, bully you're now. as bad as them yeah. and then she's like fuck you <laughs> she says like, the f word it's really surprising that it's still yeah, a pg movie shocking. i didn't realize pg movies get one f word that was that was really strange yep yeah, they all get one. Well, kids no, she does. They've all oh, heard it I'm before. Like, no, she she says, <laughs> she says shut up. She says shut up and she gets she scared. Says shut stuff, up, yeah, like, you know, and like you're scared, but now you're scaring other people, so you're a bad yeah, person. Exactly. You know, you're not yeah. this person, and the longer we go on, the less the less of the scared little girl you become, and the more of a you know, you're depart her. Me- he says that her humanity is yeah, exactly. Is, is, he says something like, you, "There's less of that little girl each time," mm-hmm. which is great because during that, and it happened in the cloud as well, but it's happening very clearly in her like powered up. She goes like fucking Super Saiyan, mm-hmm. like four, you know, Super Saiyan actually, just because it's just all gold. But like she's like this powered, like she looks like you a little, really like, debated spread. with yourself over which Super I was gonna Saiyan say Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, but that's the blue hair, and that's a yeah. whole different thing. And I'm gonna leave and kill myself because <laughs> I just brought this up on a podcast. Um, <laughs> so much. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're the visuals of like her face splitting, like she gets like these like phantom splits of the yeah. same, like yeah. over, and I'm like, oh, like there she is. Physically and metaphorically splitting apart and She's changing. So fucking yeah. mad. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, That's very cool. The one thing I thought was going to happen was... Norman was going to die? Uh, no. Actually, I thought the whole I thought the whole resolution was going to be, you have me now. Like, yeah. I will... You won't be alone because I'm... Oh, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah, and it was going to be some level of like... every year. Like. Exactly. Like, visit not to turn off the curse, but because we're friends yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But they do... Like they get into her a little bit of her backstory and just find like the nice place where she is and the thoughts of her mother and she ends up 
moving like, on. Peacefully, exactly. She settles mm-hmm. her business and peacefully moves on. She's been on. around long enough. She can go. Yeah, yeah she exactly. didn't want to yeah, hang out any longer. It ended yeah. up fine. It was just where I thought yeah. it was going versus where it ended And then up Norman here. gets to move on, too, because Correct. he gets this yeah. whole, like, rebirth in his life where, you know, people understand him more, and he understands that he doesn't have to be alone. Yeah. Yes. And Aggie just goes right down to hell with And then I cry and cry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Drag down to hell with those seven fucking <laughs> villagers who also lose their corporeal yeah. forms and get beat ghosts and then float away. Yeah, where they torture mm-hmm. her for the rest of it. Where they turn around and go, fucking joke's on you, bitch, and then they keep going back and forth and um, torture each other in perpetuity. Yes, uh, to, the, to your point about crying, Emily, the I, I'm a big fan of th- sometimes movies, they went full, not, they didn't do it for jokes, they went full genuine, full, like, really, they did the drama, and they're like, we're going to give genuine lines out and everybody's going to be real about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it can be really, really cringy if you don't do it right. Absolutely. Yeah. If it's not good, it's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. And so it's like a big, it's a big risk to not like hide, try to hedge your bets by putting more comedic relief in there. And they yeah. went for it. And I think, I think they landed. Absolutely. I think they, I think the they absolutely did. You know, I think, uh, I don't know, in terms of the message of the movie in that, you know, the whole judge, don't judge a book by its cover, you know, uh, being accepted even though you're weird or whatever or or even like being that person that lashes out because they feel like you know they they've been owed it in some way you know it it does resonate and it resonates with a lot of people for a lot of reasons but i think it's a really good message and i think it's a very sweet ending that you know aggie you know this witch who she's been made into a witch she's not a witch right she's like a little kid who's different who gets made into a villain and then she gets, you know, her her happy ending, right? And then he does too, where he gets understood and gets friends and stuff like that. I think it's really touching and I think it's really, um, I think it's relatable. And I think it's a good story to tell the kids, you know? Because it is like literally what they're begging children to do to <laughs> exactly. their movie. They're like, please don't judge this movie about dead people as something that you're going to be afraid of and it's going to be bad. Like, please come see our movie, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it was it oh, was man. it was earned. It was definitely earned sure. that the, emotional beat. The good. last thing that I want to talk about okay. is Mitch. Yes, right Thank at the you. end when uh, Norman's sister is like trying to ask him out on a date, and he's like, "Oh yeah, totally. My boyfriend's gonna love you." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Yes, he's a total." Because he's been dodging yeah, her, like, you know. Mitch. Yes, I like love fuck, apparently, fucking Mitch. Apparently, the first openly gay character in a animated feature film yeah animated children's film yeah yeah he is that's why it was a huge deal when i was like when it first came out and i was like on tumblr a lot it was huge Ah, like people were like oh my god this was not not like you are now (laughs) no i'm actually not i haven't been on tumblr in ages Mm -hmm. really really yeah yeah strange Beautiful. Try not to be on my phone as much. You know. Nice. <laughs> That's actually okay. That just turned into good job. That's actually some, unironically some, good. Well, some congratulations personal growth, on all your you success. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was getting real tough. People are just mean to each other all the time on the internet. It's you fucked, know what I mean? Dude. It's like so they don't. Fucked. People. Everyone should watch this movie. No one understands that there's like other people Behind. on the other side of of it, and I feel like they just treat each other like you're a fucking moron because this is the way it is. Like, man. Yeah. 
Don't I, treat people like that. That's mean. I haven't done like any real social media work in, in many years. I, I pour so much of myself into the internet and I don't I don't I like you talk put nothing I talk back. to the people who like like me for very clearly. Yeah, like and I don't I don't engage with anything else really. Correct. I like lurk it's a lot nice. and it's yes, just yeah, so people are fucking at and I'm like, wait a minute, is this an argument worth having? Is this like not that I but the one that I'm reading and I'm like, why is this happening? Like Yeah. Oh, they don't think that that other person is a person. <laughs> Correct. They it's a lot about winning and fucking yeah, resorting to making people feel bad to win and it's like, God Jesus. I was like, man, um, just watch Paranorman. Learn seriously. Watch, watch, watch a little bit. Watch Paranorman and go outside. <laughs> touch, like, gra- touch grass. I, <laughs> I seriously like that's always what I think. I'm like, you need to take a walk. <laughs> yeah, you need something. A little <laughs> bit of that vitamin D. Computer. You need to take a walk. <laughs> Big D. Anyways, fuck, damn it. I st- fuck. It. Uh, anything else? Any any final notes on, on Paranorman? I loved it. I thought it was great. It. It's Mr. really, really Mr. good. It was cool so enjoyable. Yeah, it was lovely. It was yeah. it was a visual feast. It was fast enough that it held my attention. Correct. I'd definitely show it to children. It was great. Yeah. Great, great uh, October watch when you need a little break from the buckets and buckets of blood that will be bringing <laughs> yeah, you all. Absolute. Tidal wave of gore and viscera. Yeah, mayhem like... and endless chaos that we'll be talking about throughout the rest of the a light, a light, fun little romp with dump truck asses. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> booty, 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 booty. All right. Um, thank you so much, Emily, for being on here. Exactly. You do things, yeah. though. What? I tell do. us about them. Yeah. So you can hear more of me on a podcast called Downtime with John and Emily. It's a podcast I do with my brother. It is a sibling podcast, how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. We basically pick a topic every single week and talk about it or don't talk about it and goof around. And it's a very fun time. We have a new, uh, we have a we have a piece of music from a from an up-and-coming artist every single week. It's very fun. So definitely check us out. We are on I don't know, every podcast platform. Just, just, we're around. So, Downtime with John and Emily, you can find us at our website, getdowny.com. Or just like on the internet. So, yeah. And don't forget, if you want to hear every other episode that Emily is on of The Bloody Stream, you can go to the website, thebloodystream.com. There is a people section somewhere or other where all of our guests are. You can click on their name and see a list of every episode that they're on. Which, if you're listening to this one, will only be this one if you're listening when it came out but soon will be many more you may look back at this and go wow emily wow. was on a bunch of episodes or wow i can't believe emily was only on paranormal she just keeps she asking was... to do paranormal <laughs> yeah she just wants to do paranormal over every and over and over year again. it's just paranormal another if you do again. young paranormal. frankenstein I'll, I'll come back for young there frankenstein. We, oh, okay you can call dibs on young frankenstein <laughs> absolutely i'd absolutely call dibs on young frankenstein right fucking now yeah let's do it it's amazing and I it's still sad. haven't seen it. Oh, what? Oh, man. Find Oops. out. Oops. <laughs> Find out if Jorge ever ends up watching Young Frankenstein. <laughs> um, we will see you same bloody time, same bloody channel. <laughs>